Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This program contains adult content. Viewer discretion is advised. All new Dr. Phil. Be prepared to be outraged. A pediatrician charged with molesting more than 100 children and parents had no idea. This is somebody that was on the radar and they allowed you to walk your child right in there and put him in his hand. I've only got one word, Dr. Phil. Freak. Plus, girl fights at school. No one cares. No one seemed to care. I know things are tough out there, but we can do this. If it matters to you, that's what I want to talk about. Ten seconds to end. We love you. Well, thank you. This is going to be a changing day in your life. Ready, camera five. Take track. Go, Dr. Cal. Let's do it. Today, I want to talk about some stories that I just got to tell you have me so mad I can't see straight. Now, how would you feel if your child was molested by their own doctor, even after he had been on the radar of the police, the state medical board, and the attorney general's office, and even his own family and colleagues? That is a massive system failure. Now, I'm talking about a Delaware pediatrician accused of sexually abusing 102 girls and one boy over a 10-year period. Now, think about what I just said. This is somebody that was on the radar. Complaints had been filed. Investigations had been done. And they allowed you to walk your child right in there and put him in his hands. How does this happen? What is wrong with people? Well, today I want to talk about who and what system failed over and over again in order for something like this to happen. With this story and many other shocking headlines, including a girl who was beaten and had her head kicked in in front of three security officers who did nothing to intervene. They just stood there quoting policy. And the professor accused of fatally shooting three people and injuring three more when some say there were clear warning signs that this teacher should have been taken out of the game. Every one of these stories can affect you. And I'm going to tell you why I say that during the course of this next hour. This may not be your doctor. You may not be in the direct line of these people's lives. But trust me, these system failures affect us all. Let's start with a recent headline that has me disgusted. The pediatrician who is possibly the worst serial offender of all time. Take a look. Well, this just in, the grand jury has indicted Delaware Dr. Earl Bradley, charging him with more than 400 counts of criminal conduct. The Lewis resident is accused of molesting as many as 100 children between the ages of three months and 13 years old. It's because the victims of this crime are so young, it's difficult to even comprehend. But prosecutors in Delaware say the Lewis doctor could be responsible for the worst single case of child sexual abuse in U.S. history. What prosecutors say Dr. Earl Bradley did was assault and rape 103 children. 
CBS talked to a half dozen parents like this woman who says her five-year-old daughter is one of the victims. He said he was checking her for a bladder infection and he actually inserted fingers inside of her. And it was very quick and I didn't question it because I trusted him. Hundreds of other parents trusted Bradley. That's why they would let him take their children to a separate room at his office where prosecutors say the abuse continued. This father says his daughter was only three years old when she was molested. Police officer described that he um, disrobed both of them and was rubbing his on her Bradley was charged Monday. Prosecutors say the assaults happened between 1998 and 2009. Today's indictment is based on video evidence seized by law enforcement during the execution of a search warrant at the defendant's home and office. Bradley was popular because his office, Baby's Pediatric, was like an amusement park with rides and toys and ice cream. But now these parents say if they only knew what was really going on at the time. I was out of the room for three minutes or less. And you don't think anything of that at the time. But now looking back, um, the detectives have told us that some of the videotapes took less than 45 seconds. Police are still going through hundreds of tapes. Bradley remains behind bars in Sussex County. Joining us today uh, via satellite to help me with this is Nancy Grace, host of Nancy Grace, the highest rated show on HLN. Hello, Nancy. Hi, Dr. Phil. Thank you for having me with you. Well, as the mother of twins, you have got to just be over the top about this as I am. Dr. Phil, I'm, I, that's not really how I would describe my reaction. I feel sick. I feel angry and I feel sick. And one thing I don't understand, Dr. Phil, is how these young patients were allowed to be taken away out of the eyesight and the earshot of their own parents. And every doctor I've ever been to has an assistant in the room. Isn't that violating medical pro protocol right there? And Dr. Phil, one thing I didn't hear mentioned by your news reporter is that one of these alleged victims is as young as three months old, Dr. Phil, three months old. Yeah, in fact, well, I'll tell you what, Nancy, let me just run through for everybody what happened because you are right and I just can't find it. It, it. it gets worse and worse. Here's what actually happened. Nearly 500 criminal counts, including um, uh, child rape and the numbers keep rising. 103 victims, 102 girls and one boy. Now the victims range from three months of age to 13 years old. Now, the first indictment dates back to December 10th, 1998, and the most recent count to December 1309. And what he did, he gained the parents' trust here and lured these kids away. Now, you can't gain my trust that much. And there were 13 hours of videotape files that were recovered from the home and the office, and it showed dozens of violent attacks, sexual attacks with these children. Some of them, he muzzled the children in order to do this. Nancy, what in the world is going on here? I've only got one word, Dr. Phil. Freak. Freak. Now, if you want to hear even more disturbing news, get ready, Dr. Phil, because his defense attorney is going to argue mental insanity. Now, here's a guy that knew exactly what he was doing. In fact, he's such a pervert. He allegedly kept all of these videos. He videoed the attacks on these little children. He had his whole office set up like, like Disneyland, like a fantasy land for these children. So they would enjoy playing in front of their parents. But the parents never had any idea what was going on, Dr. Phil. Well, it's creepy. He had a Little Mermaid room. He had a Pinocchio room. 
And five girls appear to lose consciousness during the sexual attacks. They're so violent. And, and, and this guy is licensed in New Jersey, Florida, Pennsylvania, Delaware. I, I mean, uh, Dr. Phil, there were warning signs. There were warning signs. Red flags were flying. He was investigated back in 2005 and 2008. A colleague referred to him as a pedophile. But even with those investigations, they were for excessive kissing and improper vaginal uh, examinations on little children, little girls. Even with all of that, nobody brought charges. It didn't even go to the medical board, Dr. Phil. Well, Nancy, help me with your background. I I'm, I'm really curious about what you think about this. I want to look at what failed. And I told the audience at the top of the show that this is affecting everybody. And even if you're not one of this guy's patients, of course, but the system has failed. We, when we go to a doctor who has a license from the state to practice medicine, you assume that that's an endorsement, that somebody has checked this person out, that there's a gatekeeper. In 1994, the Pennsylvania Medical Licensing Board investigates sexual misconduct. Board didn't prosecute. 95, second investigation by uh, Pennsylvania Medical Licensing Board. Board didn't prosecute. 2005, Delaware police conduct a criminal investigation for this excessive kissing that you mentioned. According to witnesses, a fellow pediatrician tells police that patients are complaining of long vaginal exams. They get calls uh, that, that Dr. Bradley's a pedophile. Uh, colleagues are saying this. Another pediatrician tells the police, Bradley likes to take pictures of patients. Patients complain of long vaginal exams. Uh, I mean, look at it. A, a nurse colleague tells the police that he's videotaping these kids. Office manager complained of inappropriate touching. He took meds home. They say maybe he's bipolar. They said his uncle was a pedophile related to charges in 91, alleges child pornography in his father's home as far back as 65. The attorney general's office didn't prosecute. The hospital didn't turn over records. They claim they have no knowledge of any of this. How does the system break down this bad, Nancy? I'll tell you this, at the very beginning, I find fault, and you know, I'm usually on the police side, okay, because I've as been am I. there. As am I. As a prosecutor working hand in hand with police every day, every night, sometimes 20 hours a day, sometimes when I was on trial, Dr. Phil. But in this case, police had information from a nurse that he was videotaping vaginal exams of little girls and still no arrest. And you know, very often we jokingly say, what do you want, a video? They had videos. If only they had performed a search warrant early on of his home, they would have had these videos. They date back for years, Dr. Phil, but it doesn't end there. And I'm not all about the blame game. I want to know what's going to happen now. How are we going to get justice? But think about it, Dr. Phil, and I don't want to put the parents on a guilt trip. I'm sure they're torturing themselves as it is, but what parent lets their child go off for a vaginal exam with a full-grown man, even though he's a doctor, without going along with him. A, a three-month-old baby, Dr. Phil? Yeah, that, so I, that, the, that's there's just, plenty of blame to go around. That, that's beyond comprehension. But here's the thing, that, and this is why I say that I think it affects everybody here. We assume that these people are licensed and therefore okay. In 2008, after everything I just read, all the way back, to the 90s, then 05, 06. With all of this history, a judge refuses to even issue a warrant in 2008. That's a year full of kids that this man was allowed access to. Next, we'll talk to a Delaware police officer who said this pediatrician fell through the cracks. And we'll tell parents what they can do.
on an all-new Dr. Phil. Seven days ago, they came to save their daughter. I came here, I wanted you to save us. Did they make real changes? I didn't understand, but now I do. Do you have any idea what this woman has gone through? Do you have even a clue? Is Amanda ready for recovery? You wanted to go out and party in L.A. the first night you got here. I'm 20 years old and I got a babysitter. You got a babysitter because you act like a child. Did you bring drugs with you here? That's tomorrow. Joining us now by our phone is Sergeant Walter Newton of the Delaware State Police. Uh, Sergeant Newton, are you there? Yes, I'm here, Dr. Phil. Listen, I, look, I, I, and I certainly don't want you, I'm not going to try to throw you under the bus here. I know you haven't been personally involved in these investigations. But all of us out here that rely on the state medical boards, on the police, the investigative powers to keep us away from this kind of predators, we're wondering what in the world has happened here and why has it taken so many years to get this guy from the radar to the jail? Well, uh, back in 2005, uh, Dr. Bradley had an office in the town of Milford. Uh, the Milford police received some calls on him. Uh, they began an investigation. They did an excellent job. They did, uh, at the time, the Attorney General's office uh, did not grant them permission to go forward with an arrest. A short time later, uh, Dr. Bradley packed up his office and moved south into Sussex County by the Lewis area. We first received reports back in November of 2008. At that point, we conducted an investigation. We had moved forward and applied for a search warrant to search his office and his computer equipment. Uh, that search warrant was denied. We still kept the investigation going. Then in uh, November of 2009, uh, we received a critical piece of evidence that allowed us to move forward with a search warrant. Once we did that, subsequent arrest charges were made. What everybody wants to know is why in the world it took so long. In 1994, this guy hit the radar with charges of sexual misconduct again in 95, 2005, 2006, 2008, then 2009. Why does it take five years for somebody to at least issue a warrant and give the police the ability to go in there and find these videotapes of this guy doing what he's doing to these kids. We have to establish enough probable cause to move forward. There are troopers that have been working on this that are just sick. But if he would have been able to uh, leisurely escape prosecution and just pick up and move to another area, uh, that, that's just simply, simply something that we couldn't live with. Well, I get due process. I, I get the fact that you can't contaminate the investigation or the guy walks. What I don't get is why we don't have the medical board cooperating with the police department, why we don't have these different agencies coming together. If they had these complaints, which could well have risen to the level of probable cause, why didn't they cooperate with the police? Well, that's something I can't answer you. We knew that if we approached him, that uh, valuable evidence would have been destroyed. So, but in the same in the same frame, we did consult with medical professionals, um, and we just did we just didn't have enough evidence to move forward with an arrest. All right. Well, I, I appreciate you telling us and sharing with us what you can, and I know you have limits to that. But I thank you very much for that. I want to talk about what you as parents can do to protect your children. And, and Nancy, help me out with this as we go through it. Number one, Nancy, you say don't leave your child alone with anybody absolutely, like that. Absolutely not. And, and, and a lot of these parents may not have realized that proper protocol was for them to be in the room 
or at least to have an assistant in the room with a doctor. But very quickly, is that cop trying to tell me that my only two alternatives are do a sloppy job and have the evidence thrown out at trial or let 10 years pass before you make an arrest? I don't think so. Good police work in a timely manner is what I would expect. And also to suggest that they found all this evidence, they got handed to them on a silver platter. The pervert freak kept videos, all right? They were probably dated and stamped. So, you know, that didn't take a whole lot of police work right there. Uh, but I do feel for the cop when he said a judge turned down their search warrant because that would have bust this case wide open well, a yeah. long time ago. And think how As many kids would have been saved if he had at least granted the search warrant. Dr. Phil, look, I was outraged about crimes against children as a prosecutor, as a crime victim. But now that I have John, David, and Lucy to hear this literally makes my blood boil. I want to just rush home, jump off this set, and rush home to the children right now. Even though I've got the nanny cam on them, that's not good enough. But Dr. Phil, as far as parents go, you know, the, the medical board did not move on the complaints that it received. Why not? They're protecting their own. There, I'll just put it out there. But parents can call and find out if there have been complaints about a particular doctor. And whatever you do, unless they're going under anesthesia in an operating room, you need to be in that room with that child. You can contact your state medical board. You can also go to docinfo.org. Now this costs $9.95, but the information is there. This varies from state to state. Now some of these report if complaints have been filed, but some of them don't report. You could have 20 complaints filed, but if nothing has been adjudicated, there's been no finding, then, you, then it wouldn't show up at all. So what's a parent to do then, Nancy? At that point, I really believe that all you can do is trust your gut, get referrals. Dr. Phil, I don't want to leave out the staff, okay? That's, uh, their behavior, in my mind, is unacceptable because you can't tell me that those nurses and the receptionist, all of them, that they didn't know something was very, very wrong. And it's just like Pontius Pilate. You cannot stand by and just do nothing and wash your hands of it. To me, they're all kit and caboodle in this crime. As it's been said, uh, all that's required for evil to prevail is for good men to do nothing. And I, clearly, uh, we have to step up and, and protect ourselves here. And, and I want you guys, if you've got doctors, I don't care if they're dentists, doctors, healthcare providers, I've been saying... I said it the first year I was on Oprah, and I've been saying it now 13 years later, you got to know who you're turning your children over to, who you're allowing to have access to your children. And that means doing your homework, check, 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 assume nothing. Now, coming up, you won't believe what happened when one young girl was attacked by a group of teens right in front of security guards, right in front of security guards. And wait till you hear how the systems failed in this story. You may think you're safe when they're standing around. I got news for you. graphic beating of a teenage girl in Seattle's Metro bus tunnel while uniformed security guards simply look on. The attacker proceeds to punch the victim in the head and face ten times. As the victim is stomped on the head repeatedly, the guard in the middle of the screen turns his back on what's happening. When it's all over, not one guard bends down to see if she needs help. The first page of a book never tells the full story. 
And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street. Essential television. you Google these two words, girl fights, you'll get around 8 million hits. Experts say more disputes between young girls are turning violent. Two people are under arrest this morning in Baton Rouge charged with cruelty to juveniles. During the fight, one of the girls tried to go back inside the house to get away from the incident, but Chandra Parker closed the door and ordered her to continue fighting. According to an affidavit, Chandra Parker told deputies she believed the fight was the best way to resolve an ongoing problem. The fight that popped up on YouTube more than a week ago took place in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Days later in Lowell, Massachusetts, local authorities discovered similar videos online. And now with cell phones in the hands of almost every teen, the altercations are going online, making the original issue even worse. Massachusetts DA says local educators report about 80% of school fights are now girl against girl, a trend he believes is fueled in part by the internet. They see friends getting a lot of attention by the posting of these violent attacks. Being young and impressionable kids, they figure that's one way to get attention to themselves. Well, girl fights caught on tape are happening more and more. And I, I'm sorry, I don't get it. I, I know I'm from another generation. Girls didn't fight. They were snippy, but they didn't fight. Today, one in four teenage girls is involved in violence at school or work. Now, today we're talking about what is wrong with people. I've said all of this can affect you because it's the system, in my opinion, that's breaking down. We talked about the, the pediatrician. The system, in my opinion, broke down. The medical board didn't cooperate with the police. The police didn't get the investigation to the point that they could get a search warrant. And so kids continued to be led to this pediatrician years after I believe it could have been stopped. Now we see what's happening in Seattle. If you haven't seen this Seattle news story yet, be prepared to be outraged. But it's not just the violence that I want you to pay attention to. Take a look at what happened when a 15-year-old girl was attacked by a group of teens right in front of three, count them, one, two, three security guards. Watch what they do and what they don't do. The King 5 investigators uncover a disturbing videotape. It shows the graphic beating of a teenage girl in Seattle's Metro bus tunnel while uniformed security guards simply look on. The trouble started above ground. A pack of teens headed toward the Metro Tunnel. The verbal argument escalates into an extremely ugly scene. The attacker approaches the girl and without warning, pushes her off the platform into the bus lanes. After scuffling for a few seconds, they're back up on the platform where the attacker proceeds to punch the victim in the head and face 10 times. The attacker then begins a kicking spree. Six blows to the head. But she's not done. As the victim is stomped on the head repeatedly, the guard in the middle of the screen turns his back on what's happening. When it's all over, not one guard bends down to see if she needs help. Then eight boys and two girls run up the tunnel escalators. One of them is clutching the purse he's stolen from the unconscious teen. We're told all three guards have been interviewed about the assault and still have jobs. The 15-year-old girl who was brutally attacked at a Seattle Metro bus tunnel speaks out. It's all right, man. It's all right. 
Sobbing, 15-year-old Aisha Stewart-Baker says besides security guards, Seattle police ignored her pleas for help. But Aisha says before going down in the tunnel, that group of kids had threatened her on the street and she begged two Seattle police officers for help. She says they told her, get in the tunnel and go home. The police could have prevented it and the security guards could have prevented it. It could have been a situation that didn't have to happen. I'm just outraged that grown people in general could stand and watch something so horrific happen. It's an outrage. Okay, Nancy, is that just the most outrageous thing? What do you think about this? Well, there are two real issues in my mind. Remember, she asked some cops, not security guards, but cops for help to start with. She was afraid, and they told her to leave that they didn't want bad kids around, referring that she, suggesting that she was a bad kid to cause trouble. Then there are the security guards down on the platform. Now, here's the deal with them. No criminal charges. But look at them. See, they've got on the yellow vest. They're, 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 they're doing nothing. Look at them. You cannot be charged for not helping. A civilian cannot be charged with a crime. Now, cops are going to face a different standard. But what has happened with common sense? This is what I, let's take a look at exactly what went wrong and who failed in this case. First, the victim did ask police for help reportedly two times. She asked three security guards for help. Result, no help. The victim was beaten and allegedly robbed. Now, we, we've, we've tried to find out why they didn't do this. They say it's policy. They can't intervene. They didn't even attend to this girl after the beating was over. They, they, they kicked her in the head. They beat her, kicked her in the head, then walked off, came back, kicked her in the head again, and nobody even bent down to see if the girl was dead or alive. What in the world is, and you cite policy? Well, that policy is crap if the policy says that. I mean, come on, that's ridiculous. You, can't, you cannot write a policy that is going to have a human being stand by and watch another person's head kicked in. Now, we also have statements from the Seattle police, the security company, and the Metro Transit. The Seattle police say the officers separated the involved individuals and instructed the 15-year-old girl to leave the area. The question that remains is whether or not enough was done, initiated an internal review. Olympic security said security guards are unarmed and are not permitted to take physical action during the course of their duties. So what are they securing? Themselves? they're secure. What are they secure? A review of policies and procedures <laughs> is necessary. Exactly. Now, the King County Metro Transit said King County Metro Transit is reviewing policies that restrict unarmed transit security from intervening physically in fights and other criminal activity. And they say they're going to replace Olympic security to restore confidence. I, I mean, come on. Now, they're, they're saying that the girl that got her head kicked in was no angel. I don't know. Does it matter? Dr. Phil, Dr. It, Phil, please don't start in on the victim. I don't care if she had a rap sheet as long as my arm. What if it had been your beautiful wife? What if it had been my mother? What if it had been one of the twins that were treated that way? It does not matter what kind of person the victim was. She asked the police for help. Her story is very different from their story about their help to her. And as far as replacing Olympic security, they need to be run out of business. If this 
this is their policy. Now, is their policy they can't even check on a person brutally injured? They can't say, how do you feel? Can we help you? Is that their policy too, Dr. Phil? Yeah, that's the pro I mean, I'll just ask the city audience, does this bother y'all? Is it just me or does this bother y'all? I'm just, I'm, I'm stunned by this. And cities run ads that say, use the bus, use mass transit. It's safe, mm -hmm. it's clean, it's fast, it's efficient. It saves gas. Please use it, use it, use it. It's secure. Look at all these security guards. By the way, they won't help you. If somebody's kicking your head in, they won't help you. And after they're through kicking your head in, they won't even attend to you. I think it is outrageous. It is absurd. It is a system failure. I can't say enough about it. All right, we've got to take a break. Next. Next, a girl fight caught on tape that's changed one family's life. We'll talk about that when we come back. Girl fights are getting caught on tape more than ever. I mean, girl fights. Life changed drastically for 17-year-old Tessa when her attack was actually filmed and then posted online. Okay, Tessa is here with her mom, Joan. How do you feel when, when you watch that? Um, there's really not even any feelings to describe that. I mean, it's hard to deal with to just to see that happen to me. I mean, it happened a while back ago, but it's still, it makes me sick to my stomach to see that. What do you say, Mom? What do you say when you see your child? Sometimes I feel like there's some feelings that you just can't describe. You can only feel them. Nancy, uh, I know I'm significantly older than you. Uh, I freely admit that. But there, what's happened with this generation? Did this ever happen with when you were younger? No. No, it didn't. In fact, I don't recall ever seeing girls physically fight in that way. However, I will say... When I was prosecuting felonies through the 80s and the 90s in inner city Atlanta, I started seeing young girls at young teen ages, like 12, 13, 14, starting to join gangs, and, and they would fight. But I've never seen this level of behavior, uh, a fighting behavior amongst girls this age that are not gang-related. Well, was this girl prosecuted in any way? So this girl was not prosecuted in any way. Did you file charges? We tried. They wouldn't you, let us. You, 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 they wouldn't let you. Why? Yeah, we got a letter from the 
prosecutor that said because there were no broken bones and no blood that they don't prosecute juveniles. Nancy, help me out here. How do you have that video evidence where somebody is trying to get away and saying, stop, stop, leave me alone? I don't care what was said or not said before. Based on that video evidence, how do you not prosecute this crime? Did the family tell the prosecutor they had it on video? Yes. The prosecutor saw the video, right? Yes. Okay, then let me break it down for you. It's a very technical legal term. B.S. You do not have to have Thank you. broken veins. You don't have to have a black eye. You don't have to have a visible injury to be prosecuted for at least simple battery, which in my mind, this would, was a battery case. It would have been a juvenile offense handled in juvenile court. There's no reason this should not have been prosecuted. And this was taped by a boy. Yes. So there was somebody there. There were, he was there and there was three in the background. Okay, why are none of them stopping this? Why is nobody stepping up and saying, leave her alone, stop this? No one cared. No one seemed to care. Did you ever talk to this boy about why he taped this instead of helping you? He, he never told me why. Um, he apologized, but that was the only thing that was brought up about it. We invited him to come here and he said, yes, I, I, I want to come. I, I want to come talk about this. I, I'm sorry that it happened. I should have done something different. I didn't want to get involved and bullied myself and, and I should have at the time and I'm going to come and, and be there and say it was wrong and I'm sorry. And then he didn't get on the plane and show up. Exactly. Nancy, what, what do you do about something well, like this? Number one, they could always file, if the, the statute has not passed, a civil case for uh, humiliation, uh, pain and suffering that they've been through after having that video posted online. But another thing, Dr. Phil and ladies, if it's, it makes you feel any better at all, don't think that this girl that was beating you is going to change. She's at an age in life, and Dr. Dr. Phil, you're the shrink. I'm just a JD. I'm not an MD. But let me tell you something. If she's acting like this at this young age, she's going to have this behavior for the rest of her life, and she will end up being disliked, ostracized, and loathed. Well, I, it's just astounding to me that this is, obviously, it's currency. It's obviously something that is acceptable in, in some circles. And I don't want you having a, a reaction to this throughout your life. Now, we're going to talk more with Tessa and her mom. Plus, we're going to add a story of one mom who gets so caught up in her girl's fight that she ended up in jail. You'll see what I mean when we come back. Tomorrow on an all-new Dr. Phil. Seven days ago, they came to save their daughter. Did they make real changes? I didn't understand, but now I do. But is Amanda ready for recovery? Did you bring drugs with you here? That's tomorrow. Closed captioning provided by... like to purchase a tape or transcripts of your favorite Dr. Phil show, please log on to drphil.com or call 866-4-DR-PHIL. That's 866-437-7445. 866-437-7445. What is wrong with people. I mean, that's what we're talking about today. Sometimes, I mean, you got to just look around and shake your head and say, are we just going nuts? 
I mean, what in the world are people thinking? Now, girls are scheduling violent fights with each other at an alarming rate. I mean, I'm getting ready to be a grandfather. I'm going to have a, a granddaughter. I, I just can't imagine. I, ju I just can't imagine somebody hitting my granddaughter. As a mother, w what did you think about this at the time? At first, I thought I was going to throw up. I mean, just the first thing was just, oh, my gosh. It's so hard to describe. Um, then, yeah, I wanted to, to go after her myself, more or less. Um, but that was just, you know, a, a moment of anger. Um, first thing I wanted to do was go to the schools, and they just didn't care. They weren't going to do anything until I went to the local news. So you, you hadn't been talking trash about her no, or anything of the, so you didn't even know her? No. So she just, uh, I, I'm, I'm she sorry. She was a bully for the other girls, more or yeah, less. Yeah, because I was friends with the girls that set it up, and my guess is that they wanted to fight me but didn't have the guts or just didn't want to get in trouble for it, so they had someone else that would actually do it, do it for them. Yeah, it, it was pre. It had been planned the week before, well, and they didn't yeah, this, show up. This is premeditated, Nancy. I mean, this was a setup. They knew where mm -hmm, you were mm -hmm. on school property, and yeah. it was on school property. Yes. I don't get it, Nancy. How is nobody accountable for this? What I don't get is why it wasn't prosecuted, or at least why this girl, the attacker, was not thrown out of school, especially in light of this being on school property. I mean, I tell you, Doctor Phil, maybe you and I are too old, but I don't think that's the case, because. If this had happened when I was in public elementary school, I would have been thrown out, at least for the year. Oh, and, yeah. and the school didn't even take action. Well, that's why I'm saying this affects all of us. I mean, we have to wonder you know, where the standards are and, and what's happening. Now, I want to add something else to this that we can talk about. You, you would think that the only reason a parent would attend their own daughter's fight would be to stop it, right? I mean, to, you hear about it. But one Illinois mom got caught up in the moment and caught on tape cheering her daughter on in a fight, a mother cheering her daughter on. Take a look. Shocking video of two Centennial High School students fighting. What's more shocking? The mother who's watching and cheering it on. The fight is between two Centennial High School students. They met at a nearby parking lot during their open lunch period. One of the girl's mothers stands by, even coaching her daughter to beat the other student. A crowd of people cheer as the girls go at it. When it's over, the mother consoles her daughter. Don't get tired, baby. I, <laughs> I don't, Nancy, I don't get it. I, I don't you get it. You know what? Number one, child custody needs to go right in that home right now. Of course, it's probably too late because that girl has practically grown and take those children away. It's like, you, you don't even do that with animals, Dr. Phil. Remember uh, Michael Vick, who just did hard jail time for encouraging dog fights? There's dog fights, cock fights. They're all illegal. So is it okay to protect animals more than you protect a little girl? Good, good point. I, 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 that mother is unbelievable. And we invited her to come as well. And she says, well, I'm facing more jail time. Good. And, and, I, and so I, I, I've been advised not to talk. And, and we would not have a good conversation here. So you probably made the right decision uh, in, in not coming. Look, there, Tessa, there are times, and, and I hope you, you get this. I've, 
I've, I've often said, you know, I would never walk into a nice restaurant and get in a fist fight in the lobby. But if I walked in there and somebody started swinging on me, I'm in a fist fight. But that doesn't say anything about me no more than this says something about you. And, you know, we do a lot of research on our guests. We find out a lot of information about you. All have been very forthcoming. Uh, you've obviously done a, a wonderful job raising this beautiful young woman here. And I, I hope that, you know, you've basically been assaulted. You've been mugged here. And I, I hope at this point that you just rise above that and, and walk on out of this. Because I can tell you, that reflects very, very poorly on that girl. It does not reflect on you. And I, I, I truly hope you hold your head high and just walk right out of this in your life. I, mean, I, I really do. We're going to talk more about the system failure that can put you in harm's way when we come back. DrPhil.com, brought to you in part by... Activon Ultra Strength, for powerful pain relief. A convenient applicator means no messy creams. Activon, applied directly where it hurts for joint pain, muscle pain, arthritis, and backache. Travel consideration provided by... Best athletic shoes I have ever worn. And friends have noticed that they improve my posture. They're a great addition to my weight loss goals. Get in shape. Shape Ups, from Skechers. If you want to be in the audience, call 323-461-7445 or email us at drphil.com. Well, we've been talking today about not just the headlines, but how the system can fail you. Look, the, the reason that I wanted to do this show is I believe, and I always teach parents, that the best way to protect your children is to teach them to self-protect. And the same thing is true of us, right? We have to self-protect. And what that means is we've got to stop and wonder, ask ourselves, not assume, if the system that's in place, the taxes that we pay money to put systems in place to protect us are in fact doing that. You go back and you find out that the SEC knew about Bernie Madoff for years and never did anything before he ripped off $50 billion from people our tax dollars are paying those people to not do their jobs. Then we've got medical boards that our taxes are paying. And are they doing their job? I think that's questionable in the case that we've looked at here. So I want all of us, if you are exposed to someone, know who it is. Ask the questions. Do your homework. The good thing about the Internet is you can do research. You can go on and research your doctor, your dentist, your, your child care uh, people. Ask those questions because the, the, the best predictor of future behavior is relevant past behavior. And if you find something in their history, it may well predict something you need to know about in the future. So please do that. Is there anybody here that would allow your children to be alone with a doctor? And I, like Nancy said, I don't want to be dogging on these parents because I know they're uh, tortured by this enough. But it is a lesson. And we've got to know, wow, you just don't do that. No matter how much you may trust them or how much in authority they are, you don't want to do that. The best person to trust is you. We'll be right back.
For much more information on today's show, please visit DrPhil.com where we have everything you need to know to parent your child. I want to thank all of my guests today, especially to Nancy Grace, host of Nancy Grace on HLN, for joining us via satellite. And by the way, congratulations, Nancy, on five years of success with your show. What a, what a great run. And, uh, I am so blessed. And, thank and what you. a great show. And Nancy, I know when I just feel outraged that there's somebody I can resonate with, it's got to be you. Thank you, Dr. Phil. I'm just so blessed, and thank you for allowing me to come on your show. Well, I appreciate it, and I hope we've made people think about some of these stories today. If it keeps one person from getting caught in those traps, then we've done a good thing. Thanks, for everybody, for being here so long. I want to thank all of my guests today, especially to Nancy Grace, host of Nancy Grace on HLN, for joining us via satellite. And by the way, congratulations, Nancy, on five years of success with your show. What a, what a great run. And, uh, I am so blessed. And, thank and what you. a great show. And Nancy, I know when I, I just feel outraged that there's somebody I can resonate with, it's got to be you. Thank you, Dr. Phil. I'm just so blessed, and thank you for allowing me to come on your show. Well, I appreciate it, and I hope we've made people think about some of these stories today. If it keeps one person from getting caught in those traps, then we've done a good thing. Thanks, for everybody, for being here so long. <laughs>